Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Dun 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 dun. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. And relax. We've missed you, Big Daddy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Things have been awfully quiet round here without you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, yes, I've missed it terribly, but it's lovely to be back. I was going to play that, you know, good to be back, good, and they said, uh, no, don't play that. Uh, don't don't talk about it. Seems it. Not okay. as popular as it used to. Seems so apt. <laughs> Should we not talk about it? Um, what have you been up to, Big Daddy? knowingly, you know, I did not. Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Doctor Who. Finished my nationwide tour mm. temporarily. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff, all that stuff. You, you said did. both of those without breaking into a massive grin, which surprises no, me. <laughs> yes, well, um, no spoilers though. You know what a geek I am about those that Doctor Who. No, <laughs> those, yeah. those Zorgons. Obviously, I have. Uh, I have <laughs> We've got our theories <laughs> from the internet, haven't we? I have. Uh, I thought that was your um, Hungarian neighbours. <laughs> we're talking about. Um, now I uh, yes, obviously there's things I can't uh, I can't reveal. Yeah. But uh, I tell you some. What about this for a moment? Oh yeah. This guy said I need to take your photo, so I had to stand in front of this white screen in in my in my costume, which obviously I can't oh, describe. Oh, lovely. And uh, I was photographed in the round, so I had to turn a little bit, photograph, turn a little bit, photograph, oh, turn right. a little bit. Oh. I said, so what, what was all that for? He said, oh, that's just in case you're an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> not, oh. uh, just in case, obviously. I mean, I'm not saying I will be, but I'll yeah. But when remember. it doesn't happen, can I play that clip of you saying "Come on," like Stuart Pearce? You'll you feel so stupid. No, just because, <laughs> just for the moment. Do you think? Do you think Stuart Pearce looks back and thinks, "Why did I do that?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that's what. That's why people think I'm a bit of a lout. I would love it if you were an action figure, Frank. Oh, mm, that'd I mean, be good. I, I think that's every man's ambition. Mm-hmm. Well, they keep you figure. as you are, then. Um, I mean, what I mean is they won't perfect you in any way. Whoa, Not that you they, need uh, perfecting. Why would they do that? No, but they do it's that. They beef them up, don't they, sometimes? Well, you mean I'll look like E-Man <laughs> Masters of the Universe? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think they'll just keep me scrawny. Oh, lovely. It depends really, Snake doesn't kept? it? Because obviously you can't give away what your character is, oh, but yeah, if well, your character I've, is somehow well, CGI... The green scaly wings, I think. Exactly. The green scaly wings make me look more manly. In a yeah. strange way, yeah. So that was fantastic. Oh, and uh, and you had your little show. Had my little show. I did a little bit of acting. My boyfriend went to see you in Manchester. I got a boyfriend while you're away. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got a boyfriend. I had to before the face How long went. Have I been away? <laughs> <laughs> before the face went. Fa- you have funny. to get a boyfriend before the face goes. I know. Yeah. Well, it's like if you're a bloke, you have to get a girlfriend before the hair goes. Are <laughs> <laughs> well, they fine ma- then? You have to marry them before the hair goes because <laughs> they will walk out if it goes suddenly. <laughs> yeah. So I've been told it's a terrible thing that. Uh, yeah. So. Um, Congratulations to you both. Oh, I, don't, I don't know which is a great achievement. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's lovely. Well done, you oh, guys. And I it's later, it's lovely to see you're so happy. <laughs> <laughs> is there any chance that he'll make you an action figure? Well, yeah, you're never that funny, you should say that. You it's funny, know. but he's from Tahiti. <laughs> and he's a... He's a He's <laughs> a shaman. So he might well make one if you, if you cross it. <laughs> oh, no. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
heard from the outside world already. Lovely. We're only just back, and already they're getting in touch. Sadly, I'm not. Um, I'm not delighted by the tone that David from Leatherhead has taken. Oh no! Um, his text reads: "Webcams? Question mark. Maybe turn them on in Studio A? Question mark." Well, that's another request entirely. And then he said, "Would be nice to see a glimpse of the ongoing show." Thanks, David from Leatherhead. No, but, oh, isn't it Am I putting that tone in it well, too the much? You've read it, be, I, I'm All not right. sure about yeah. your reading of this one. <laughs> OK. Can I say you've done do what I we call like in the trade, more. you've done an Emily. OK. <laughs> Can we say, let's imagine David from Leatherhead as a genial, friendly okay. chap. Yeah. Webcams. Oh, hang on, that's not got a question mark. Hang on. Webcams? <laughs> Maybe turn them on. We're in just going to listen away. to you workshopping. So, suddenly, he's a lovely bloke. <laughs> yeah, he's nice, be nice now. to see a glimpse of the ongoing show. Well, that's it. He wants to Thanks. see. He wants to see the show. I know. There's the nothing pro- to see here. The producer Daisy's frantically trying to get them working because she's got a tan this week. <laughs> <laughs> she's come back from the holidays. She's wearing a white top, of course. Frank, she's not just wearing a white top in the lift. Yes, we have a lift at Absolute Radio. She was saying to Alan, oh, are you browner than me? Holding out arms. She was doing the arm test. Oh, I love she that. actually said, you've got a bit of a tan, Alan, haven't you? And then, oh. and then bit held up her very tanned arm. I love yeah. that. Um, anyway, happy birthday to Daisy for her lovely birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Oh. Speaking of birthdays... Oh, yeah. Did I show you... Um, Must we? ...the uh, Bozzy's <laughs> birthday greeting? Oh, oh. yes. Excellent. Just, this is... Uh, tell the, tell the Basically... That Bozzy's birthday. I, I had to work on Bozzy's birthday. Some of our regulars will know. Uh, I was doing Doctor Who. Anyway, um, oh. I sent my the, the birthday greeting. I sent him was uh, I texted him a photo, and it's Peter Capaldi stepping out of the TARDIS, holding up a sign that says "Happy Birthday, Boz." Oh, that's going to be hard to be. I isn't shall it? send him that every year for the rest of his life. That's brilliant. You know, well, not for the rest of his life, for the rest of my life. No spoilers. Unless, can you do a direct debit with a text? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't You'll know find what's. a way. I mean, how long have I got? I know this, a man who probably can. <laughs> well, you know yeah. when you were announced on uh, on Doctor Who and I said I'm a bit worried that you were going to be in the background autograph hunting like Daleks and stuff like that? This does sound a bit like... <laughs> I know, this was like the second morning. <laughs> well, can you imagine when he no- that knock on the trailer? Yeah. Hello, it's Frank well, Skinner I'm, here. I'm very busy. Oh. I, uh, terribly busy. I don't... Oh. <laughs> I just oh, got a little okay. favour. Yes, all right, all right. Oh, <laughs> I have to learn some. Oh, okay, okay you just gonna get it over with. No, he was like that. He was very lovely. Can I say as well? I know no spoilers, but Capaldi looks hot. That's all I'm mm. saying. He's a very handsome fellow. I, must I mean, say. I'm spoken for. Yes. Um, yes. Can I say I've got a boyfriend? I really don't. <laughs> like, I really don't like that phrase coming from you. I'm spoken for. Who? Who speaks for you? Who could possibly <laughs> speak for you? I, I tell you, um, he got a lot of birthday cards, Boz. I, I don't know. Anora, my, my older sister. Oh, yeah. She said she has a fabulous consistency of, of birthday cards. She never misses a birthday for a start off. But I think there's a little shop just around the corner from her that is 1964. <laughs> <laughs> because the, she gets those, which I didn't think exists, you know, birthday cards <laughs> that have got a fishing rod on. <laughs> And I don't mean a photo, I mean like a painting of a fishing rod, <laughs> often with an accompanying satchel of some kind that the fisherman... <laughs> or a vintage car, I get vintage car ones from her. Nice. Uh, it's absolutely amazing Aww. that they still exist. And I don't, I don't, she's not the sort of woman to seek out a retro site on the internet. No, <laughs> doesn't sound like it. It's really... Uh, respect. Frank. Frank Skinner. 
Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. On 8.12.15, we've heard from uh, David from Leatherhead again. Uh, oh, there you go. Webcams at last. Thanks. David from Leatherhead. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Webcams at last, thanks. To be honest, that's what well, I thought I was it? doing with my voice there when I did it. In <laughs> fairness, I th- John, um, you've made it sound a bit like John Inman. I mean, that's no bad thing. That's all right. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, times have changed. And also 757 <laughs> has said, Frank, you already have your action figure on Room 101. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a doll, really, isn't it? It's more of a doll. Lovely doll, though. I think it's a modified Ken. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think... Actually, I think it's off the market. <laughs> oh, is it? You know when you get those dolls off the market? Oh, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got those sort of... Uh, where the, the, yeah, but that's... It's, it's, yeah, it's more of a doll than an oh, action okay. figure. I couldn't see it, it battling... Uh, what, what were they called? The Gorgons? The Zorgans. Zorgans, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it could take on a Zorgan. No. Uh, but uh, well spotted, though. Mm-hmm. Lovely that people even notice. It's nice, isn't it? <sighs> oh, there's some the fine guy... prop work on that show of yours. Yeah. It's um, on again, of course, in repeat. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, so is um, Alan on uh, A&E, apparently. I've been tweeted. Oh, oh yeah, Alan. Asthmatic. Was that your TV debut, A&E? Yeah. Um, possibly, yeah. It's a long time ago. Regulars will know that, uh, that Alan played Jason the Asthmatic <laughs> in, uh, in A&E. I'm yeah. not sure they will. Well, Tim and Tim <laughs> Thank t- you as well. Tim tweeted to say um ITV ITV are showing A and E at three AM or something. Oh that's, that's embarrassing. <laughs> he, he's, he'd be Don't no worry, I'll in, find no it. No good in scheduling, would he Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that reading that at the right radio times, three AM or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is on. Tell the that's cockerel. Cr- hashtag Jason the Asthmatic. I'm gonna find it. Let's get that worldwide trending people. Hashtag Jason <laughs> the Asthmatic. Yeah, I'm gonna uh I'm going to watch that. How, old were you, how long ago was it? Um, I think it was 1999 that I did it. Wow. Well, I'm going to tape it, and tonight I'm going to party. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1999. And appropriately enough for the 90s, you'll be taping it. May I just say, I wasn't in... <laughs> I wasn't in every episode, so it could be that we have to say quite a lot of episodes of A&E before we... Oh, you wasn't we... in every episode? No, no, I was, I suppose I was in one episode. You wouldn't be in A&E every week. Not, 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 not with Dasma. No. <laughs> if if I'd been Jason, the TV guy, it would have been a different story. <laughs> could so. an asthmatic receptionist in A&E. Yeah. yeah. But wouldn't someone eventually, like week 17, say, it's about time this boat was officially admitted to the hospital. You yeah. can't be just coming in at A and E every day. Exactly. It's not a, just like a drop off, it's supposed to be for emergencies. Yeah, they have systems in place. For I'll that speak sort of to thing. the triage. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to the triage. Alan knows, Alan yeah. picked she up a lot listen. of uh, medical lingo from that show, didn't you? I didn't know. <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> no. Which brings me back to one of the great TV questions of all time. Oh, Did yeah. Tina Hobley say yes to Holby City because <laughs> Holby's a bit like Hobley? <laughs> was that a factor? That's all I want to know. I mean, it is too much of a coincidence. Is that today's text then? Yeah. It's why Arsene Wenger <laughs> took the Arsenal job. I think that's what people do. <laughs> I wasn't offered the uh, film about Frank Sidebottom, or I might have, I might have thought about doing that. No, but I'm starring in Forest of Dean. Are you? Mm. I think with my surname being Cochrane, we should move on here. Okay. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Uh, one 
everyone who's a fairly frequent texter has texted in. Uh, He's biz- one of mine. Yeah, bizarrely, I am day four of a hospital admittance after an asthma attack. One three one, the asthmatic. <laughs> oh no, that's the way I'll get well soon. One three one. Yeah, worried about that. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. and and uh, you're trending, I think. Yeah, trending. you're trending. Hashtag Jason the asthmatic on Twitter. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling with this. The hashtagic. Yeah. <laughs> Jason the hashtagic. That's what you are now. <laughs> what about Jordan, who's just texted us? She has you're magic. kidding me. <laughs> Not with those longs. Oh, sorry, I've done a joke from the 1970s. <laughs> Or nineties, depending on how you look. I at got it. it from the birthday card shop round the corner from uh, uh, Nora. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan says, um, "I think this Jordan may be male." Hi all. First time seeing the webcam. Oh, see, they can see the webcam. Mm-hmm. First time seeing the webcam and sending in an email. I hope you read this out. That's it. No, uh, just to say that's a very nice paisley shirt Frank is wearing. Is it linen? And was that teardrop slash speech mark design actually designed in paisley? It's a lovely shirt, Frank. It is nice. Thank, thank you very much. Mm. Um, is it linen? I don't know. I'm gonna have to get down. Should have a look at my label. Could you have a look at my no, you label? Can tell just by. Well, she just did it with that thing that women do when they just touch the, the touch. clouds. Oh in the yeah. Shop. Oh I yeah. I could have done that. I call it sleeve pulling. What, what, what are you getting, Daisy? On the label. On the label okay, front. Oh. This label, oh, sorry, you know, why, why aren't labels? She's putting her hands is? inside your trousers. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Checking. We're checking on this, sir. That's oh, not no, where that's, the labels are, Daisy. Spare, but, no, that's washing instructions, you fool. Okay. 100%, 100% <laughs> I love the way that's she whispered whispering. it. Because she was a bit ashamed. Yeah, but no, it's because yeah. she knows, you know, she knows. It the looks silky room, from over here. The back room deal. <laughs> deal. Yeah, the back room deal. Yeah, the back room deal. If there's any speaking out loud to do, it'll be us. So there you are, 100% oh, cotton. Backroom deal. <laughs> I was going to turn it into a texting, but I thought, no, let's get it out. Let's close it mm-hmm. now. Mm. It is a lovely shirt, though. Yeah. I'm not really familiar with the various uh, Paisley options. Haven't they all mm-hmm. got a teardrop element? Oh, I don't know. Ask you and cry or something. They'll know. <laughs> what about I Nuggets could, texted? I could ask the Reverend Ian Paisley. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I bet he's an authority. Like <laughs> Tina Hobley. And, uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Who's text- Nuggets texted us. Oh, oh yes. yes. Morning, Cockrell. Morning, Emily. And welcome back, Mr Radio. Alan, there was an action figure for Jason the Asthmatic, complete with inhaler accessory <laughs> and perhaps open-backed hospital gown. <laughs> that cannot be. I don't know if you wore one. Oh, imagine if there was. That'd be good. I met Noggit. Shut tour. up. Yeah, I met him in Worthing. How was it? It's very nice. Very, Lovely. Very, very, very nice fellow. No, she was what? asking Nugget, text in, how was it meeting Frank? <laughs> Much better looking than I thought. I imagined, he, I had him tied up in my mind with Nugget who was on Big Brother. Do you know, remember that sort of pale oh, cockney yeah, one yeah. who wore a hat? Oh I yeah, he broke him, his leg. I had him tied up in my mind with chicken nuggets, so yeah, not, not that attractive looking. I was going to say he had him tied up with chicken wire and some <laughs> terrible <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> that made me sick. <laughs> Well, I got, a lovely, I got an upgrade. That's always special. I was staying at a hotel oh, in the north lovely. of England. Oh, yeah. And uh, they said, would you like to be upgraded to the suite? And oh. I said, what, well, how much will that yeah. cost? They said, no, no, oh, no, you no. didn't ask Compl- the price. Of course. Of course. Did. I didn't want to be involved it's in any embarrassment. worse than me, I'm telling you. I've I'm got not the worse reputation. Than you. He's worse. I'm not worse. I have moments when I'm as bad as you. I'm certainly not worse. <laughs> I've got the rep. He's got the form. You're, you're both yes. terrible. That's what I said. Um... We're both, we're both pretty bad, but if you prick <laughs> us, do we not bleed? <laughs> anyway, um, we that was a usury joke. There aren't enough usury jokes <laughs> on, on Absolute Radio. If I've said that once, I've said it. So what did they say? You're entitled to an upgrade? 
Yes, and they, they move. And I thought, oh, could I be bothered to move? You know, I've unpacked my wash bag. Oh, I must and have then, taken four seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, what not? did you put in there? <laughs> toothbrush. <laughs> um, toothbrush and salt. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so I decided to go. Wow, it was such a such a big room. I'm not. Oh, no, this is not. Thanks. This sounds like I'm exaggerating right. for a comedy effect. I got slightly lost <laughs> in my hotel room. No, honestly, because there was a kitchen. I went to go to the kitchen. Oh, kitchenette, lovely. Yeah, I went. I went to go to the kitchen and I walked into the <laughs> bathroom. I thought, oh, another kitchen's in the other the other wow. end. I actually physically got lost oh. in my own hotel room. Slapping it down to Abbey. Oh, that's a moment. And I've been lost in many places, but that was a first for me. How many bathrooms? Just well, I found three. <laughs> three three bathrooms, I found. Well, there's two full bathrooms and one toilet on its own. In, no in, this is in one hotel in room. In a hotel room? Yeah. I mean, I've got oh. three bathrooms in my house, and there I boast about it. There was classics. There was hard, what do you mean there was classics? Hardbound classics, just like lying around in there. Um, there was like 20 or 30 hardbound classics. You could just... So they've gone... <laughs> no, no, I didn't feel. Um, it's a very tricky thing that because obviously I loaded up the uh, products from the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I, you didn't. Oh yeah, um, uh, Ren, very good. I took those <laughs> and then I thought, I thought, can you take the magazines? No. Yeah. Um, can really, you I sometimes do with the magazines. No, oh. I, I don't think you can take yeah, the magazines. Yeah, let's face it, uh -oh. you're the benchmark. Can that be yeah. today's texting? Are the magazines? Yeah, I, I apologised about the benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'd just come out of the show and I just, I just the phone went. I sat down for, for three minutes, and but I left a note for the cleaner. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, you were talking about your hotel room, five six six. You were just saying it seemed fairly well appointed, mm -hmm. and um, you three bedrooms. Yeah. Three plus, beds. Plus hard back Three books. bathrooms. Not three, three bathrooms. bathrooms yeah. That'd be crazy. Three classics. Three, I would have sublet if it had been. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. You can always find people in the corridors. All the classics he had. <laughs> what about that woman in a, in, in a German hotel? He said to me, I, I, I came here to see man. Let me get the voice right. I came here to see man. <laughs> good word. And was not in room. She said, uh, you want a good time? Wow. I, I said, how dare you say that to me? She had an etch sketch <laughs> Nice. I think that's what she meant. Mm -hmm. Now, she was a woman. I mean, she could have been my... my not perhaps my mum, but she could have been an older member of my siblings. Mm -hmm. really? Not that she wasn't attractive. No. But I don't... You don't want to encourage these people. <laughs> anyway, this is a different story. Maybe not for breakfast radio. <laughs> I'm loving your darkness. It's opportunistic of her, though. I'll give her that. Yeah, um, just Matt, Matt, men she'd met in the hallway. Yeah. It's like tantamount to flyering or something. It, it is, really? yeah. Just <laughs> in a corridor. Yeah. <laughs> also, you want good time? I'll be the judge of that. Oh, 566. Six. <laughs> he says, morning all. There okay. is a superb original... Sorry, he said superb. Clearly, it's no, going right. to be morning all. <laughs> there is a superb original drawing of the Duke of Wellington in a hotel room in the Cotswolds that I've often wondered if they'd ever noticed had gone missing. I'm certain they have no idea what they have. How I've never packed it in my suitcase, I will never know. I'm going to have to make them an offer. That's Simon the art dealer who's become one of my regulars. Yes. So That's is he suggesting that he's on the on the brink of theft? Yeah. I think no, I don't know Temptations if this, this, this is this, this borderline what is theft if you're in yeah. a hotel room. Yeah. You know, I mean, is it theft when you take an apple from the, uh, you know, the bowl on the, on reception? No. 
Yeah. No. Is, is, do you, can you take home products? I feel you can take home products. Can you take home a flannel? Don't think so. No. You know, well, it's, it's you notice what they've started doing in the very smart hotels with the bathrobes, because this was a huge a epidemic, wasn't that. it? Oh, yes. Yeah. They yeah. say um, what they do in a very posh hotel, so as not to embarrass you, they just put it on your bill. Mm-hmm. And they say, we're delighted. I don't know how I know this from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> we're delighted um, you enjoyed our merchandise. Well, I was talking to a guy who toured with someone, and this and and this other chap. Every time he checked into a hotel, he got in, put the robe in his suitcase, and then found down and said, "Sorry, there's no ro- robe in my room." And they bring another robe up. And at the end of the tour, he had fifty-one hotel robes. <laughs> what do you do with them? Wow. Oh, that's I mean, the texture. Ah, yeah, you could parachute. You could probably build parachutes, toweling. Yeah, yeah. It's a sweaty business, parachutes, and you could mop your own brain. Either that or he's got a massive sauna and he has sauna parties with all his friends. Well, he's probably stolen a sauna from some hotel (laughs) in his stadium. I I mean, that to me, a robe is way over the top. Mm -hmm. Well, we're in a hotel the next few days and um, (laughs) let's find out if it's way over the top. Okay. what about a duvet? I started. Oh, I wear it on my back. I started. I started reading reading a, a hard hardback um, copy of Virgil, Virgil's Aeneid in this room. Could mm-hmm. I have taken that? That'd be too much, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that's too much. I don't know, but I'm pretty jealous of Cathy on those long dark nights. No, I was on my own. I was on my own. When I'm on my own, I reach for a classic. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. When I, uh, I checked into my uh, Cardiff hotel... Oh, yeah. Um, get around, don't you? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there was... Uh, they'd folded uh, two of the towels into an elephant. Oh, and, had they? Uh, there was an elephant in your room? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to mention it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a taboo subject. <laughs> no, they'd folded it into... Right, I'll, I'll show it you on my phone, and if you like it, we'll put it on the Absolute website okay. to share it with others. Do we get to choose that? So that was on my bed when I when I got in. Oh, we should definitely do that. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, um, so so that's someone who's gone the extra extra mile. That is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> it's an elephant. It's not. It is. It's an elephant. They don't know what they're doing. They're, what done my football referees? <laughs> yeah. You don't. No, it's definitely. I thought it was it was brilliant. It sort mm. of made me feel like you know they thought oh someone come in. Were you tempted to put it in your trunk? No. Trunk? No, I, I draw, I, like I say, I, I wouldn't take a towel. That towel, no. it looks a mess, it's collapsing, it looks like the elephant man. <laughs> if they'd made me an elephant man after towels, I'd have been oh, so right. impressed I'd have moved that. in. You'd stay there for that, you wouldn't you? Imagine that. I'm not an animal, I'm toweling. I'm toweling. I didn't realise that. Well, I'm glad you had a nice time, though, darling. Lovely. Yes, uh, I was impressed by that. Oh, I'll tell you what I did do. I, I was working at the Wallace Collection in London, which is an art gallery, you may know, rather fine. Mm. And something, you. something that's never happened to me before, and I've had a conversation about it on many occasions. Yeah. I got locked in, in a toilet cubicle. You no. didn't? Yeah. Oh, that's humiliating. Well, oh, yeah. Um, oh, my yeah. girlfriend, Kath... Well, oh, hang on, what was she doing in she, there? Uh, she wasn't there. <laughs> oh. She won't She won't lock the door on a toilet cubicle. Ever? No. 
Really? Because Why not? she thinks because of that. And I always say to her, no one ever gets locked in toilet cubicles. So she goes to the toilet, I have to stand there outside. <laughs> And sometimes women will come to the toilet and say, and I say, no, there's someone in there. And I say, no, no, it's vacant. And I say, no, no, it isn't. And they look at me like I'm a complete weirdo. Filthy Greek. And I say, my girlfriend's in there. And they'll think, oh, God, he's got the imaginary friend thing going on. And because she's frightened of locking the door. In fact, somebody told me they were at um, London Studios, Mm. walked into the ladies' toilet, and Mm. Jerry Halliwell was just sitting there with it on the toilet because she won't do it either. She's frightened of being locked in. Oh, a lot of fear about it. You don't want to do that at a fire nightclub in Vauxhall. No. No. Well, they don't have locks on the doors. Is that right? They don't have doors, come to mention it. (laughs) (laughs) That's very sensible. Mm. Anyway, I got locked in and it was quite... um, I I, I thought, I'm fine with it, you know, not really a problem. And then after about ten minutes, it started to get quite hot in there. Right. And I thought, oh, what a way to go. In the end, I had to flush. (laughs) <laughs> Couldn't stand it a second longer. No, I'll tell you what happened, but I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a minute. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. I still hear a sting in the background. <laughs> follow the he show. He won't go quietly. Follow the show. Uh, on uh, Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, so yeah, so I was locked in the toilet oh. at the Wallace Collection. Do you know what I find very poignant is the idea of your little Birmingham hands trying to get the lock open. Mm. I can't bear it. Not wizened, it? My wizened <laughs> Birmingham hands, heavily veined. And what and was the? Um, so outcome? I had to. I had to call. Um, I had to call no, the, no, run, no. the runner. Oh. I had to go, Georgia. I had to shout from my toilet cubicle. Oh. Luckily, oh, she didn't. was at the end of the hallway because end of the hallway because I get lost going to and from, right. so I had to be followed. And uh, what some, did she men say? some men she came. Some men came. Some men came. And one of after a bit, there's a lot of scratching at the door, and they had a, you know, there's all this. Oh no, it, it look that that the things come off the, and all oh, that. How stuff. embarrassing! Yeah. Were you doing some material inside? I could I could hear that. Now, I was singing. Oh dear, what can the matter be? Three old ladies locked in a lavatory. Because mm. just because. Yeah. I'll never get a more apt opportunity. And then they said, well, we're going to kick the door in. Great. And I said, no, hold it, um, because the door, the, it's door-sized to the cubicle. There's nowhere to hide. So there's, yeah. Nowhere, yeah. there's nowhere to hide. So they kicked the door and they smashed my face in. Mm-hmm. So in the end, they had, to, um, they had to sort of prise me out with some big screwdrivers and break the thing off. Hang on, oh. they used the screwdrivers on you? No, no. no. I, was, uh, I was still in there. What about James Bond? I know, I was hysterical. The last time I heard a story like this, which was recently, I can't say where, but um, I, uh, I heard a story that somebody had got locked in the toilet and the, 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 the building's DIY staff couldn't undo it and they had to call the fire brigade. It ended with the fire... What fi- if they'd done that? Oh. Imagine the embarrassment of... Well, Frank's when you say room. imagine the embarrassment, it's pretty embarrassing anyway. <laughs> right, well, no, it could have been worse. Adam Fireman. If I'd done the sit downs in there. Oh. <laughs> no, but that I'd have been so embarrassed. about the door opening and, you know, the door's open. Oh, see ya. <laughs> so I was very relieved about, about you that. You were very relieved. I was very heard. relieved. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was a weird... I honestly thought... And then I thought, do I tell Kath or not? Because Kath said, oh. I've told you. Mm. They're not safe, those public toilets. Did you tell her? Of course I told her. I tell her everything. That's my, that's my policy. Mm, okay. 
graduate. Suppose the other way is to carry like a little pocket knife with um, <laughs> with the screwdriver thing. You could have just unlocked. The I love your handy bolts. tips. You're you like Frank's dad. Always carry some off. salt in your pocket. Well, I'm not. I've thought if I get stuck in a lift, I always think you know I can always I'd, I'd wee into my jacket. Oh my god! <laughs> that would be my thing. That would soak up, and if if you need, it wouldn't more, soak up. It would, it would. Yeah, it's better than doing it on the floor. I mean, you don't do it at all. Don't yeah, I always think that if we got stuck in here now, and uh, I always think you wee in your jacket. Well, I, and to go stay, if I needed to do more than wee, as it were, I would go straight into the pocket. <laughs> and that would hold. That, then you wrap it round, and then by the time I don't uh, want you to wrap it round. No, but they would. That would I don't want you to do it in the first place. You don't just do it on the floor. Just have self-control. No. Why don't you just let me be a good citizen for a change? Anyway, let's move on. It's got a bit lavatorial. Has been. Oh, now I've got to play some music. I, I mean, things, they're rushing away from me. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Someone's texted, Frank, why didn't you sing Traps by Colonel Abrahams? Good song. I don't know. Can you see I'm so trapped? And I don't know what to do. Not only acting, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Not only acting. <laughs> you should have done it as Jason. Jason the asthmatic. That would have been a good one. <laughs> Can you see I'm so trapped? <laughs> oh. And he does it in character. Oh, yeah. Oh, i tell you what we've got to talk about. What about um, Simone Cowell? Oh, yeah. I know he's not a friend of the show status. He's no, but he, we have mentioned him a lot. We do. But this is a subject quite dear to your heart, Frank, because I know you live in... Abject fear of people with halitosis. Well, I just think it's a much more common problem. Mm -hmm. I meet I meet at least eight people a day with bad breath. You meet them all the time. Mm -hmm. Let's call them the halitosions. Yeah, and not um, on Saturday mornings. We should point. Interestingly, out. Mm. No, exactly. <laughs> and I always beg my friends, please tell me if ever you pick up any on me. I want to know. <laughs> um, oh. But it is very, very common, and that is mm. why I have patented the odoriter's yashmak. Oh yeah, which. Um, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a veil that, that it mm -hmm. comes just above the nose. And uh, you can't, obviously you can't put it on people with bad breath. That would be um, <laughs> cruel. What it is, if you're talking to someone with bad breath, it comes across on an almost invisible curtain rail and just goes across your face. Oh, like that's that. good. And like just sh shields you. We should like say that burger <coughs> thing that we talked about once upon a time. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah the burger, like yes, God. We should say, for readers that, that aren't aware of this new story. Oh, yeah. Um, oh yes, Simone Cowell's association with bad breath is that he was photographed this week in a limo, which I love because it's so seventies to have a limo. What yes. celebrities have limos now? He does. I bet he's got yeah. a jacuzzi as well. <laughs> Pull over here, Derek. I've I've got in a the limo. To be honest, oh. I've got a problem with that because if he if he does worry about his breath, have you seen eating chewing gum that is bad? Yeah, CB twelve. We should say CB twelve chewing gum, Never which replaces zinc. Is that yeah. the nicest Z name they could come up with? <laughs> <laughs> CB12. It right. sounds a bit like a steroid. They could have called Maybe it Zinc 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 from the laboratory. <laughs> laboratoire Garnier. <laughs> but of all, else of all the ways to travel, if you have got stinky breath, like limo, where mm. the windows have to be shut and like the I know, but stretch limo, it means you're nice oh, distance so away. Stretch limo. <laughs> Who has that? The drivers behind the glass. Well, women in Essex, or actually not women in Essex, that's a terrible stereotyping thing yeah, to say. Exactly. People on hen nights, I'm going to say that. Yeah. Really? Which isn't at all stereotyping. But really they do tend to have stretch limos. You should travel by bicycle, shouldn't they? Or, yeah. or motorbike to get a bit of a gust of 
of wind going past that breath. That's I tell you something, though. It's something I, when it's I've, sp- I've spoken to a few powerful men in my time. You know, those sort of powerful men. Oh, I know them. Money Captain of Industry type. Breath, don't they? And they often have bad <laughs> yes. breath. It's almost <laughs> Why like, is that? I think they've developed de- deliberately bad breath because they know people are so intimidated they just have to stand and take it. And they enjoy, <laughs> they enjoy watching them suffer. And people always ask them for money, so it's a deterrent. I can't name any names, but I've, na- I've met... I don't mean, like, fa- the, just the famous. I mean, like, that certain sort of powerful man who, you know, you feel as... as Al- alpha men, yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and they... Uh, you know when you get really bad breath from someone, it's, you, you don't just smell it, it sort of gets on your chest. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. It's like a, it's Can like, we distinguish it's between... Like being a, you know when you're in a house fine, you have to get low to the floor to get <laughs> onto the smoke. Sometimes yeah. I, speak to, I speak to them on all fours, <laughs> just to get underneath the jet, because, you know, the hot air rises. Certainly what might. do you think... Do you think someone said something to Sa- Simone, though? Like Louis Walsh? He strikes me as a bit... Um, I think he's, he's someone who thinks he's someone who can speak oh, yeah. out, out to Simon. Oh, he right? thinks But so. one day you'll misjudge that, and that'll be the end of Louis Walsh on television. That's also, I think he'd get the message across in a very sneaky way. I think he'd put a packet of polos in the secret Santa. He, <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't be all obvious about it. Also, if, if room service suddenly burst in and Louis Walsh is on all fours in front of Simon <laughs> Cowell... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's going to look awful. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I think, isn't this all partly down to, you know, people who get too close when they're talking to you? Oh, I hate those. Yeah. I hate those people. Space invaders, they call them, don't they? Oh, do they? they? Yeah. Um, I, there's a thing in the World Cup now that when they put... The World Cup. World Cup. In the World Cup. (laughs) And, uh, Nancy, shut up for one minute. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And uh, what they do now is when they, they, in case you haven't seen any games, they, they, when they march the, the wall back to make sure they're 10 yards, mm. the referee takes out a white spray <laughs> and sprays a line. There was a brilliant bit it's last brilliant. night when he sprayed a bit on a footballer's boot. <laughs> uh, uh, like this Dutch guy was going, hey, it's on my nice fancy boots. <laughs> I'm sponsored to wear it. It's really... I like the white spray. It's very close on the ground. I thought that'd be very good if you get people, particularly the bad breath people, you draw a line and they walk, <laughs> They talk to you from that. You could use toothpaste just as a, an extra hint. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. I'm going to start carrying a big tube of uh, Colgate and just doing that if anyone's a bit stinky. Mm-hmm. Basically, though, if you're talking to someone, if they offer you gum or polos at any point... It's like it's no different to handing over concealer to someone with a spot. Yes. It's basically saying you've got bad breath, isn't it? Is Do you it? think it is? Is it? This is like the deodorant in the secret Santa thing. Is yeah. That, yeah. Why I'd would you suddenly mid conversation? Anyone listening, if you ever meet me and I've got bad breath, <laughs> just feel free to tell. I mean, I couldn't have done this because I used to meet a lot of fans first thing in the morning, <laughs> as it were, <laughs> and then you got excuses. But. um I'd tell me. Yeah, we should I, say first thing in the morning is allowed, and after a spicy meal. We should all. I just think we should all tell each other. Just say when you meet the powerful man. Say sorry. I know you're a powerful man, but whoa, there's a bit of a. You're a powerful man. You're not a dragon. <laughs> and then I think people would, would surely they'd be grateful ultimately. See, I think I've got a different coping strategy for this, oh. and that is every now and again in my life, I'll admit. I've felt like I've got bad breath. And what I do is I just try and really I don't know about it. you, but I feel relieved. 
I really enjoy it. I just, I try and... Don't you, oh, Frank? finally got through. <laughs> I, did, I don't think I had another hint in me. We've done this about four times on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Keep come up a lot, hasn't it? It's come up a lot. What do you think, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth just trying to enjoy it. Just I mean, let it... Get, have, it's never puzzled you that we burn the phone covers from your microphone <laughs> at the end of the show. <laughs> and boy, do they flare up. See, I'm pretty confident that I don't very often because no, of I've my... No, um, I've never smelt it on you. I'm because not, of my even stature. Even first thing in the morning, Al. <laughs> well, you know, a bit Louis Walsh. I started as a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They all do. Uh, because of my stature, I'm pretty sure that I, I, I don't because I think if, uh, you know, I tower over people, if I was if I honking of breath, I'd be wiping out. That's a, le- that's a weapon of mass destruction. No, no, yeah, one, yeah. No, but that doesn't like, mean you don't have My in-laws, I could vaporise the whole family in one... One gathering. Do you know what though? You've got the height. It's yeah. lovely. I just think look you can up. get away with pretty much anything. Yeah, just look that. up and talk. Our yeah. tear rises, so they're missing. Yeah, you can get away with it. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Whereas you inhabit a different stratosphere to the yeah, rest of us. Psychos going for that chewing gum. I, I find the idea of uh, chewing gum that fixes bad breath a bit of a like hold the front page. <laughs> really, he's yeah. using chewing gum because he's got. Yeah. CB12 as well. Oh. And zinc. Why is it Why is it zinc? Like, surely that's in a food stuff. You could just have some almonds. You can just take zinc. Yeah. In, yeah. A, in yeah. a madam. No, but you can... <laughs> again, again, lovely little piece of advice for Alan no, there. You can, no, but you can just take zinc tablets. Alan. So. <laughs> oh... Quite some time. Oh yes, there is somewhere that I'm uh, haven't been around. I think we need to have a wonder. Email corner. <laughs> the twang of the sitar. I was saying to the old DG. <laughs> okay. First up, we have uh, Craig Dealey, prisoner seven seven seven. Okay. That, but they call him Cat. I bet his mates call him Cat for a laugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. He says, um, Hi, long-time reader, first-time writer. I have an idea for Frank, inspired by his just desserts thoughts. I know, I should say, because this is going back, back yeah. a bit now, I suppose, um, that I, I had a, an idea for a restaurant called Possibly Just Desserts, or Just Sold Desserts, mm. or Je Sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Just sweets. Makes me feel physically ill every time you say it. Just sweets. <laughs> with I am. With I, I am. That thus, such is my involvement in dessert that they are me in some way and I am them. Mm. And it's the fact that Frank thinks just sweets is brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I'm not making any sort of secret of that. Anyway, Craig suggests Frank teams up with Chef Rick Stein and mm. sets up a restaurant as my parents would say, restaurant, yeah. <laughs> which only serves giant-sized portions. Oh, I'm in. This could be called Frankenstein's Monster Meals. Brilliant. I'd have thought Frankenstein's Monsters would have covered it. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. a little, just a little, Eddie. No, no, that sounds, like a, that sounds like a fun park or something, Frankenstein's Monsters. He's saying you're still opening a cafe or a restaurant yeah, yeah. what do you think this is a, restaurant what do you think it's a bit restaurant. small isn't it this fun park 
with tables in it and people eating. <laughs> that's that's his point, though. You if you put admit, meals in the title, you're not yeah. you're not luring people in with a different expectation. You don't want to come in expecting a no, roller coaster and then get a jacket potato. What happened there? I've been ironic. Yeah, but come, it, wouldn't that be a genuinely nice surprise? <laughs> if I was heading, thought I was heading for a roller coaster, yeah. I got a jacket potato. I'd be a blessed relief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God for that. I thought it'd have to be sick. <laughs> Craig Dealey then adds, "No nights move from me." As a 51-year-old civil servant, I couldn't even keep Emily's butler in the style to which she was accustomed. I was going to say. Let I'm alone the lady herself. <laughs> More importantly, I'm happily married. Well, it's fine, Craig, because I've got a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> civil servant. Well, well I like to... the sound of you, Craig, if, uh, if that doesn't work out. <laughs> I don't know if Maybe you and I could chat. <laughs> I don't know if this joke's out of date, though. But you remember that joke, what does a civil servant have for lunch? About know. an hour and forty-five minutes. <laughs> oh, is that still? Lovely. Is, it still is that a long? Is that considered a long lunch? Isn't yeah. It? Oh, okay. It is. Yes. <laughs> In the real world, I know. Don't tell them. Um, I thought maybe having a restaurant for old people because I think that was specifically aimed at old people. Oh yeah. Called uh, Nango's. <laughs> <laughs> because your nan goes to it. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's your best idea. Please. May I say it's significantly better than just sweets. Yeah, well you could have and <laughs> also you could have you know you know you get on a table you get salt and pepper and maybe ketchup in it. In nineteen seventy four, yeah. Yeah, mm. so you could have salt and pepper on the table and a blender. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. For the man. And all the food, it could be proper old people's food and they wouldn't be threatened that there'd be somebody loud and horrible in there, you know. And, yeah. Next and to the You'd have to have something instead of the black card for Nango's, wouldn't you? Yeah. The grey card. Yeah, oh, lovely. <laughs> Clearly. That makes absolute sense. <laughs> Look, that could be a stocking filler. Let's us... <laughs> hey. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 131 has said, um, hi team, I live in Hitchin and there is a restaurant called Just Desserts and they only serve desserts. Yes, That's I think Matt. we've, we've said, what happened was I came up with Just Desserts then someone texted in and said there's one called Just Desserts and mm. so I came up with my masterpiece, Just Sweets. <laughs> Funnily enough, <laughs> no one has texted in and said, oh, there, oh, there is a Just Sweets. <laughs> yeah, funny that. Well, you know, happens, but no, it happens. seems uh, I've, this one is going all right. Yeah, we've uh, we've had another email on a similar topic, actually. Uh, it's not about just sweets. Hey, team! It's entitled with an exclamation mark, which oh, sounds buoyant. Oh, uh, I like that. It's quite CBeebies presenter. Hey, team! Yeah, mm. but it's um, good in the morning. You know, yeah, I like in that. In the morning. Hey, I feel like we are friendly. we are the hey team, and I'm Owlin Mad Murdoch. There we go. Um, okay. Dropping the H's, mm. swapping around. Um, this came to me uh, about two weeks too late, but I thought I'd share it anyway. If Je Sweets oh. takes off... Go on, get in! Perhaps you <laughs> get in! Get in! It's that football song, it's gone right to his head. Uh. Um, perhaps you could make a Third Reich-themed restaurant where oh, yeah. starters are mandatory, <laughs> just following hors d'oeuvres. Now, I have to say... Mm. This is a brilliant joke, yeah. but it's one that I think I did on the show about two years ago. Oh, did you? Because do you remember I went to a Viennese themed restaurant? Oh yeah. And I said I was just following hors d'oeuvres because it was. Uh, well, I'm not oh. condemning. Yeah, but I it. think they've just thought of it. Oh no, I'm, you think I'm not saying. It up I'm, I'm, I think he has thought of himself. But this is my yeah. living. I have to stand up for what's <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. 
Just saying, it's it's a brilliant joke. Great minds think alike, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Brett. Well, well, well done, Brett, and well awesome. done, Alan, on uh, reading hors d'oeuvres and not getting it wrong. Yeah, you know, like so a Descartes moment. Well done, Alan, for reading just sweets <laughs> and having to endure Frank saying, "Get in." <laughs> yeah, but the uh, I don't know if you're gonna if it's a goer either a third Reich themed. Why not? <laughs> no, possibly oh, not. Wh- why not? Because every time you called the waiter over, it'd look like a salute, wouldn't it? <laughs> My um, my hair at the moment is longer than it's been mm. for many times. I like and, it. And I, it's so long, I've had to sweep it to one side, and it, it has gone a bit. It has uh, a bit. It has gone a bit, Mind Fuhrer. A bit downfall parody on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it has gone a bit if things had worked out better for Mind Fuhrer. Yeah, and I was, um, I was, I was just drink- finishing a bottle of water, and I had the, the plastic top in oh, my yeah. mouth. <laughs> And I bet I sort of bit it so that it went upwards and covered my central lip, and it really did look like. Mm. Uh, and uh, although, of course, he was a terrible man, it did make me uh, laugh. The the image of it. <laughs> anyway, I was doing a gig in um, I think it was in Watford, and and David Bedell's mom came. Oh, did visited. she? Now, David Bedell's mom. Let us not forget. Yeah. Although I did completely, was a, a refugee during the war. Yes, her, her family had. I to, remember. She was a baby in arms, I think, and her family mm. had to had, had to flee to uh, England. And I am um, still very pleased with this impression. <laughs> to everyone, there's about six or seven people in the room. I said that. What do you think of my hair? And they said, well, it's all right. And I said, well, yeah, but what about if I do this? Hey, and. She, uh, <laughs> And Dave's mum said, Frank, you know how I feel about that. It's <laughs> a fabulous understatement. As if she's the only one. But, but, but such a brilliant understatement. Yeah. Respect to her. Love to Sarah Fabian Badil. Oh. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're still in the corner, aren't we? Oh, yeah, we're still in the corner. Okay. Nobody, um, nobody puts. Carry on. I have a missive through from Tom Lavender. What a brilliant name Tom Lavender mm-hmm. is. Lovely. Uh, he's from Sunderland. He's equally lovely. He says, hello, Frank and the gang. On your podcast a couple of weeks ago, where you referred to food outlets with puns in their name, in oh. reference to Frank's great idea of a restaurant that serves only desserts, you mentioned Ollie Mers. Do you say Mers? I don't say it, Mears. but if yeah, I did Mears. say it, yeah, Mears. I, was, Mears, I like the yeah. fact that you looked at me as if you're always saying Ollie Murs, Alan. Why don't you? Why don't He's you give us the pronunciation? Yeah, me and Ollie. Him was, and Harry Steeles. He was mentioned in the context that me and him are doing a, a documentary about building a Catholic church oh, that's in it. the Antarctic, if you remember. Yeah, which oh, is called it? Uh, what's it called? Frank Incense <laughs> and Murs. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me stress how long it takes to get to it. <laughs> there was a gold in there as well. I'm sure there was frankincense. Oh, there was gold in there. Oh, that, that makes me gold. even more stressed. Oh, anyway. gold, Frank. Gold. That's what it was about. <laughs> if Holly Murs was to open up a fish and chip shop, I would recommend that he call it Right Place, Right Time in reference to his third song and recent single. We should just say that he's spelling place, P-L-A-I-C-E there. We should otherwise. just say that we're not familiar with his third song. No, I should <laughs> say I, never, I'm rarely proud to not get a joke. <laughs> But on this occasion... Yeah. Frank, so how do you think it goes, right place, right time? <laughs> so it's the right <laughs> place, the right time for love. <laughs> but I'm all alone without you. 
I think it goes a bit like that. It's a song of loneliness, isn't it? It it's is, like, yeah, that's what it's about. It's beautiful, really. Oh, I'm really not that, really. how poignant you made it. He's had three singles. You see, I think it's much more upbeat and sexy. I think it's rad plays, rad term. Mm, no? Maybe. Okay, let's go with Frank. I don't Franks. know, I don't know what, what one would qualify as Merseyan. <laughs> Merseyside. Um, yeah. Um, in more... He's had three singles. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? And all of them wearing a hat, a personality hat. Someone told me that he was the, uh... The most successful of the talent show um, artists, but oh, I thought. What about Will Young? Yeah, I thought it was hearsay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's Ollie Mers who wears the hat, is he? Yeah, well, he wears hats. No, I think that's that other bloke. No, it's Ollie Mers. Daisy, doesn't Ollie Mers wear hats? What other Trilby. bloke? Does he? Trilby, yeah. What other bloke are you thinking of? We know what happens when Samuel they wear Jackson. hats. Samuel <laughs> <laughs> Jackson. Just kangles <laughs> backwards. Was Tommy it? Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Loads of people wear hats. Was it the yeah. Pope? Yeah. He wears hats. <laughs> he anyway. wears a hat. He rarely wears more than one at the same time. What Ollie Mers should do is open a, a drinking establishment and mm-hmm. call it Mers Bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Tom Lavender goes on to say, mm. uh, in more recent times you discussed briefly on last week's show what Emily's stand-up tour would be like. If she were to do one, I would definitely want to watch it mm-hmm. and listen to all her showbiz stories and adventures in the world of fashion. I suggest that D- Dean there done that. That's a good title, yeah. yeah. That's a really good title. He also says if I need something to do in the Yorkshire leg of the tour, he would like oh. to do a, uh, a mm. night's move. Okay. But we know... You could have a lavender relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I should say lavender relationship is the old-fashioned term for Mm. when... uh, I like... Anyway. I like what he continues to say. uh, uh, If Emily would like to join me on a trip to the Peak District where I will prepare a lovely picnic and we can watch the sunset. All right, Enid Blyton. (laughs) (laughs) I think think he's peaked too early. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So that's what? the best I've ever done it. Yeah, that was really good. I thought it, it? Was, it was Tarrant-esque. It was really slick. <laughs> slick. It was, it was so slick. It was. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really pleased with that. Occasionally, you know, I feel like a, like a, like a pro. Do you think if we play three lines every week, you'd just feel in the zone? <laughs> of I don't it? know if they've done really <laughs> A lot of people have felt very emotional about that, mm. including your manager. <laughs> um, oh, I'll tell you, you know, we were talking about... Is it 20 quid they get? <laughs> Most figures to sound. No, he, d- he talks about units, your manager, oh, doesn't he? Oh, does, he does. <laughs> uh, you were, we were debating over whether Ollie Murs wore a hat. Do you remember I said he wore a hat? Yeah, and no, I think that was that other bloke who looks like Ollie Mercer. Well, mm. the other bloke, Louise Grant, has no. tweeted us. <laughs> no, I'd remember if he had a girl's name. <laughs> Louise Grant has tweeted and said, do you mean Matt Cardle, Frank? Matt Cardle? We, yeah, he's the bloke in the hat. He had a sort of Pete Seeger folky cap. Well, actually, well he did wear a hat, but Ollie Mers also wears a hat. Well, I, I hate to throw another spanner in the works, but 312 has texted saying, Frank, it's Pharrell Williams that wears the hat. So this turns no, out there's a lot Pharrell of hats Williams wearers. mixed up with... No, I'm th- it was Cardle. I'm I just was putting it of. out there. I like the way you're calling him Cardle. Yeah. Also, FYI, there's room for more than one hat wearer on a talent show. Uh, is there? The- <laughs> I don't know if that's true. 
I think that, you know, you get your thing and then you stick with it. Yeah, but your thing oh. can't be wearing hats, can it? That's <laughs> yeah. not like someone's thing. I think it can be. It's, still, it's no. amazing how... Your thing is like when you go to school and you go, right, from now on I'm the yo-yo guy. Everyone knows yeah. that I'm carrying a yo-yo, well, Cardle, that's my thing. Cardle oh. said, I'm going to wear a hat on there. Yeah, but then everyone can go, no, hats are a functional bit of clothing. We all wear well, hats not indoors. When, when the mood takes us. <laughs> indoors, under bright lights, they're not. <laughs> You're wearing it for personality. You know, well, it's like, like Gargoyle said, I'm going to be like the fancy dress celebrity. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they make a decision That's a like thing, that. isn't it? But hats are too functional and commonplace. And, <laughs> um, okay. So Cardle can keep the hat and all the rest have to get a yo-yo. That's what I'm saying. I think we've can established that Can you two stop talking now. about hats? <laughs> you, you brought up Cardle. Yeah, I know. Um... Oh, I'll tell you what, what I want to talk Chico about. What about Chico time? No, no, there. Chico There's time. someone yeah. who got, yeah. they've got Did a proper gimmick. Did he got a thing. What was his thing? I don't think he can afford a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Not that this, expensive, was, are they? No, I think Wasn't his thing to look at his wrist <laughs> and say it's Chico time? That's something I saw him. He was wearing a carpet remnant. <laughs> <laughs> on his head, he got free from out one. He just ripped it out the, the book, the sample book. Poor, <laughs> poor, poor devil. <laughs> poor devil? <laughs> anyway. Poor devil? Um, Sorry, I'll tell you, um, I want to talk to you about this terrible story. <laughs> Alan's completely lost it now, right? <laughs> because you referred to Chico as poor devil. Well, I think, you know, let's it, be honest, it's rather strange. No, well, I think anyone... I mean, it's a know. strange way to refer to him. Well, he was massive, wasn't he, for a, for a fortnight. <laughs> and I always, you know, we everyone in show business lives in fear that the light could suddenly go off, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not talking about death. I'm talking about much worse than that. <laughs> the, the fall from fame. The fall from fame. <laughs> Poor devil. I mean, I've, as it is, I'm only got about. I'm, I'm dangling from the ledge. I don't think you can say that about your career and its pomp. You've played your own song and you've just done Doctor Who. Yeah, and really you've got that lovely paisley yeah, shirt. I was being modest, obviously. <laughs> <clears throat> And you're setting up with your sweets, yeah, which yeah, is yes. your pension plan. Yeah, I've moved into that area. You've got it all sorted. <laughs> um, I'm going to play some music now. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. What about the root texture? We haven't talked about that this morning. Have we heard the, about... Um, well-known network. Why do, we can't name them. Can we name them, Daisy? I don't think we can. They'll just replace us with White Snake playing endlessly if we name them. <laughs> I think um, it's all right, isn't it? It's a network. It's is a, it? It's, it's the colour of Judith Chalmers pillow. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't see why you can't name them. It okay. wasn't, I don't think it was an official act. It was obviously okay. some a bit of a one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch <laughs> of oranges. <laughs> yeah, is that how it works? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's the bananas, isn't it? That yeah. they emit a gas that means you keep them separately from. Oh, the I love forest. this! I love this regional greengrocer sitcom That's I've so stumbled true. into. Um, she had an unusually high bill. Yes. Mm. Of what was she a goose? <laughs> of one hundred and ten pounds. Okay. Apparently that's a lot. Um, yeah. I wonder what my bills are. I must ask my personal assistant. <laughs> Sorry. Shall we try and connect with the list? Yours have been um, yes. yours have been a bit higher, Frank, since you got on the old chat roulette. Because I know you're a fan of that. Yeah, um, indeed. Anyway, her boyfriend called to complain about the high bill, and she got a text in response which said. You are so pathetic. This is from a company, from a mobile phone company. You are so pathetic, you can't pay your bill and you blame it other people. 
can we just say that it's also so with several O's? Yes, so, you are so pathetic. It just made me think of Christian Bell. Well, good <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh dear. Well, but, as I, I, as I say, in, in Orange's defence, I don't think I'd certainly they wouldn't claim this as official. No, say this is a this is a rogue yeah. in the organisation. I but like it. I have to you say, people criticise these big organisations for being impersonal. Exactly. When they get personal, they don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can't, you just can't please some people, can you? And actually, I think we should have more emotional engagement from gadgets. Like, I think I think your phone should say to you, are you sure you want to delete this number? You have been drinking. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. There should be a little bit of, like, you know. Well, you've got Siri. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got Siri. I don't know how to work Siri. have got Siri. Siri. Oh god. Um I like a bit of attitude back from these people. Do you? Yeah. yeah. I think you're right, I like it because otherwise they just read from the script. I'd much rather mm-hmm. they had a bit of a little personality they had. Much better. Well I I expect a certain amount of polite I mean there's a there's a little company that I'm not even familiar with mm. and they've been genuinely I mean really caring about yeah. me. I had no idea that I could claim back this PPI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they regularly uh, keep mm-hmm. me updated on it, and they're not going to let it slip. It slipped my mind a few times, but now they're back yeah. again as Are a reminder. I really feel they're, they're like guardian angels. <laughs> and apparently I was in an accident in the last three years. <laughs> and um, I don't even remember that, and they're there for Sounds me. Like you know, they're, one, they're, was they're it Was it at work, the accident, perhaps? No. Um, I, I, can't re- I don't remember it at all. <laughs> I mean, I need to ask them for details, but yeah. they've been like a real wingman to me, you know, they're Ooh, there and good. looking out. So let's, you know, a lot of these companies, they're, they're very caring. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Well, do you know, I, you know, we've spoken in the past on here about town criers, that peculiar phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, um, I love a TC. I don't mean those women with big uh, toilet paper hats it, sit <laughs> Down with L plates on on a Friday night, <laughs> no. going, "I love him, yeah, I love him." I don't mean those sort of town criers. I mean <laughs> they're more like townie criers, aren't they? Really? I mean, oh yeah. yes, oh yes, oh yay, oh yay. Those. I was uh, at home and I heard one in the street. One actually Did walked you? up by a street. I still don't quite under- understand. Are you sure it wasn't David Baddiel? No, no, it was definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll do anything to finance that musical. <laughs> but he. Um, this bloke went, walked up the street and he was doing... It sounded... When I heard the bell and someone shouting, my first thought was obviously the plague. Oh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Like Which anyone's is, would be. It was the, always... Yeah. 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 I thought it was a bring out your dead. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but luckily, it was, he, was a, he was a sort of local town crier thing. Oh, lovely. Did he have a black buckle shoe? They love a black buckle he shoe. Had, you know, he had the gear, but um, it sounded very much like he was... And I'm not making this up, like he mm. was shouting, OJ, <laughs> OJ. Mm. Uh, I thought, well, he's, he's either doing soft drinks or the Bronco's back <laughs> on the road, the white Bronco. <laughs> and OJ has, uh, has yeah, struck again. It's on the loose. But the problems, I never heard exactly what, he was, what his pronouncement was. Oh. So oh. even now... What sort of I, thing do I they say no then, TCs? Don't they? Well, they announced the birth of royal babies. That's that's all we've got from recent Oh, we've got time. Sky News for but that. they used to do, like, local news, you know. Are they basically Sky News in a frock coat? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's their function. Man, uh, 
Man breaks leg in local lift shaft, that kind of thing that you get on yeah. these things. So you've just, you're left with this cliffhanger that you walk past but and you don't know. What a thing, though, a town crier. Oh, yeah. You realise they weren't designed for people who were up on the, uh, the top floor. Because there mm. were no top floors, really, no. at that time. No. Very few. <laughs> it's a good point you raised. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm quite pleased with it because we we make so little um, architectural points on here. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I know you can't give away much of the plot of your uh, your recent Doctor Who episode, mm. but I would wager at some point in the next series there will be that... Uh, I'm not saying it's a trope, but, mm. you know, when someone's looking at a computer screen and it goes all sort of blizzardy, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a sci-fi thing, isn't it? Like, someone's about to beam a message. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I've actually got a problem with my laptop at the moment that it just does that sporadically anyway. Oh, you think a supervillain's about to come on I keep and, thinking and say that. that the world is... Uh, oh, but, yeah. But sadly, what it is, is it's just that I've got a laptop that's broken. <laughs> it's defective. And one of my coping oh, strategies... Oh, you one, darling? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you really need to ask that, do you? I'm, I will get around to it, but at the moment, what I've been doing instead is, as I'm using my laptop, I sort of stick my thumb onto the screen and <laughs> squeeze a little oh. bit. And I can... I've got... I've developed a little bit of a... Kind of a feel for it. I, I, if you know, when it, if you it do goes that. really bad, I can pull it back and forward. <laughs> when you do it to a laptop screen, it, you get that slight bruise. That, yeah. that oh, that I love the bruise. bruise it gets. The yeah. bruise That's is brilliant. phenomenal. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot, and occasionally it'll just get too full on, and I'll have to turn the computer off and come back to it in a few minutes. But most stand-up, I write pen and paper anyway, so it's not really affecting much did, did you have a pair emailing. of National Health glasses in the 80s with sellotape in the middle? <laughs> no, but had I worn glasses, I'm sure yes. I would have... Remedied it's them the same with, principle, yeah. though, isn't it? Definitely. I, I write um, most stand-up with uh, pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Do you, Frank? Something about it coming from the inner core. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's not really In a diary, Frank writes it from uh, 2004. Sometimes, I do. Yeah, I don't like to waste anything. <laughs> no. I mean, it's really affected my email conversations and me looking at eBay. But other than that, it's not having a massive impact on my life. But I am interested in kind of what we make do with because my mum is uh, at my house right now and I had to explain you're to her you making do yesterday. with her you always fancy a better mum <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's know, not the mum you dreamt of she'll be fine um, <laughs> but I did have to say to her look to get the back door open you have to sort of unlock it and yank it towards you until you hear like a <clears throat> oh, yeah. and then the same with the bolts at the top you sort of have to give it a shuggle I used some Glasgow well, dialects to, to help say, out. For all the modern advances in technology, mm. people, the key and lock <laughs> has never truly been mastered. No. Almost every you have to pull it, but lean, you have to lean on it, and then you know what I mean. It's, you'd think it'd be a simple thing. Seems old-fashioned as well. It's strange, though, isn't it? How you you start making do with these things, and then somebody else comes along, and you realise, oh God, yeah, we've got that. Our kitchen cupboards, the handles have started to fall off. One or two of them have come off, and my wife. I feel like who, we're in a coffee morning now. I quite like my, it. My wife, who does the majority of the DIY in our house, says, really? oh, "I can't get them oh. to, can't get them to go back on." And so there's one of them where she's just put some string through a hole in the, in the kitchen cupboard door. So there's just a piece of string that, that's how we open the cupboard Very door. Inventive. I mean, God knows how much bacteria there is on that bit of string. Oh. What about? Seems like too to much to ask out. the cleaners to yeah. boil the strings on the doors, doesn't it? We can't I am. Um, what about when I didn't change the light bulb in my toilet for about six months? 
Didn't it was you? like Russian roulette every time I went in there. You should oh, got a feel no, for it. Oh, I like to, I like to know. Um, I like to know I've done the job properly. Once, once was that pre what? or post the iPhone torch? Once the seat was down. I anyway, we can, have, we can come back to this, I think. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You're talking about your door string. I'm glad you're thinking about it because we haven't had any texts about my uh, my having to make do with strings on the wardrobe doors, cupboard doors. You see, I have that sometimes uh, in the bedroom area. If I'm honest, Mm. no, I'm just saying. Stop me if you find this difficult to talk about. Okay, I have a pair of pants. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Just the one. I'm still fine with it. I'm quite attached to them. Yeah, I've had them a while. You've had this with pants, Frank, haven't you? Not your pants. Can I make that absolutely no. clear in case anyone's mm-hmm. misconstruing? They're very, yeah. they're very delicate and fine fabric. I, oh, yeah, are they? It's when easy. I, them. I think um, <laughs> one can get emotionally attached to articles yeah. of clothing, certainly. We've been through a lot together. What I will say about them now at this stage, mm. the front area and the back area, they're barely <laughs> oh. on speaking terms. <laughs> they fall, they're about to fall out for good. Oh, uh, OK. Are you saying these are no longer fit for purpose, <laughs> but you're keeping them for... Framing. They seem to be for posterity sticks. I can't bring myself to say goodbye to them. Well, uh, as Bon Jovi says, never say goodbye. <laughs> That's a good. He does. I don't think he was singing about some old pants, but no. But you must have that about with articles of clothing, not necessarily undergarments. Yeah, yeah but oh, can I? I'm going to ask the big question. Do you yeah. still wear them, or are they just around for? Um... Occasionally, if I get desperate. Okay. Well, I um, yeah, I think. I've got... Uh, here's the thing. When I left um, Doctor Who, I don't know if I mentioned, you know, I did You've Doctor recently Who. done Doctor Who, haven't you? Well, I left Doctor Who, like you were in it for 25 years <laughs> as a regular. Exactly. <laughs> build your, don't build your part up. Sort of moved on with his career. It's like when Tom Baker left. That's the way I see it. <laughs> when I left Doctor Who? Yeah, I, they didn't even ask for a regeneration. I just <laughs> left. But um, they gave me my chair... My, the back of my chair. You know when you sit on those Oh, like the director's chairs. chairs. Oh, so it's nice. got Frank Skinner on one side and the Doctor Who thing and logo on the other. Did you pull it back? There's loads of other names underneath. No, oh. happily. <laughs> no. But, um, so I got, um, I got home and I've put it on the back of a chair, but those director's chairs are quite wide. Mm. Oh, no. So it's just, it's hanging limply on the back of a much narrower... Oh. It looks like it's pronouncing sentence of death. <laughs> You know, oh. when they put those things... <laughs> it's it's like Chico with his remnant. All right. It's just sitting on, on the... And, and that's how... That's that's oh, my no. version of making do. Oh, is it? <laughs> Your Frank Skinner director's chair. No, you you need to you need to buy a proper chair for that. Well, I'm thinking I might buy a chair to fit, you know, to fit yeah. the back. Why can't they just give you the chair? Don't ask him. He hasn't even... He won't even replace his computer. You know what else? I have to stoop in my own shower. We've got an ensuite shower and I have to stoop in it. What are you up to in there? Because I'm big. I I, I sort of... And most people would go, oh, we need to get this redone, don't we, so that I can stand up straight... Actually accumulated. All of this sounds like I should move, doesn't it? I should just put the house on the market and get a different one. Well, I think... I I just think that, you know, don't... If you don't completely and utterly broke <laughs> don't fix it it's time they redid that phrase isn't it did I, did I ever tell you when I had singing lessons uh, with a woman called Tona de Brett oh, I, I love Tona de Brett Tona de Brett was a very posh very I mean I, she was an, an older lady but very posh and they said when you meet Tona you'll find that she's the biggest name dropper you'll ever meet in your life 
And I said, look, I've met some pretty big names. You said I've met Emily Dean. I could say, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I got to the house and she struggled a bit. The door was really stru- stiff. And uh, she opened... I'd never met her before. She op- finally opened the door and said, I'm terribly sorry, that door's never been the same since Benny Hill used it for a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even got in. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We were talking about making... I tell you, um, something I do is when my shoes... Um, you know shoes finally collapse and split at the sole and all that? <laughs> Um, you really, yeah, but you give them a good life. I do. Oh, yeah. You yeah. really do. from the 1920s. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's fair to say Frank's shoes get a good innings. I wear them until um, that they can be almost worn no more, certainly externally. But yeah. what I do is I tend to keep those shoes and wear them just around the house and in, in the garden. Oh, your garden shoes? Yeah. You wear them with a oh. tracksuit pant? Oh, I wear them with the nearest <laughs> thing I can pick up. But so I, so they get like a little extra. <laughs> they get a, an addendum oh, yeah. at the end of their lives. Which is and you look quite mad wandering around I've the garden in really dress bad, shoes. Really falling apart ones. Have you? Recently, I sat in the garden in, in a pair, <laughs> carrying, uh, just holding a hungry and homeless uh, sign, just to show my son, you know, some of the other stratas of society. Oh, Next yeah. week, I'm going to get bad breath for the rich and powerful <laughs> man. I liked your idea of uh, of wearing a suit for gardening. Did you uh, did you follow through with that, or have you been too busy? No, it's been too hot for the suit, but oh, I'm course, out. I, I yeah. will totally do it. Mm. God, I mowed the lawn yesterday, and uh, at half time in the yeah, I mowed the lawn and half time in Spain and um, oh yeah, and Amsterdam. Although it was getting quite dark by then. Mm. I uh, I went out and had another look at it. <laughs> nice. What, the lawn? I had a, I had a pitch inspection. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I looked at it with genuine pride. Were you, you pleased with it? You get one of those big spikes. I was pleased. Were you? Oh, yeah. good. Did you spray a little white line on it? It's an incredibly... <laughs> um, I wasn't that excited. <laughs> but I, it, was a re- it was really... I was really proud of it. Oh, I'm so pleased, Frank. I must say, yeah. It's, it's, a, great, it's a very satisfying thing, mowing the lawn. Oh, lovely. I should do more of that. Oh, we must be near in the end now. It started so badly today. <laughs> I um, I arrived. I arrived. What about and, when uh, I was ten minutes late? Oh. And uh, Daisy and Charlie were here um, at work on the show. Oh yeah. And uh, and I, I hadn't, obviously hadn't seen them for three weeks because I've been oh, away. Yeah. And I said, "You two look great. Yeah. I mean, really amazing." Oh. And then, perhaps unwisely, I said, "In my memory, you must be much rougher than you actually are." <laughs> So I've come back, and now if you're... F- but it was, a, I th- it was a sort of, I suppose, a sort of a compliment. Yeah. I mean, imagine had it been the other way around. <laughs> you're actually uh, quite attractive in my memory, but turns out... <laughs> no, but it was, I, as I said it, I thought, I don't know if that was quite correct. But anyway, um, it's, it has been absolutely... It's great to be back. Enjoy it. I love this show, and I love you people. And I love our readers. Mm-hmm. You know what I love most of all? Life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also love... One of those pills. Apparently I love Andy Bush. I know, <laughs> live. Live. <laughs> Andy Bush is live from the Isle of Wight Festival next. So that's oh, pretty exciting. Lovely. old Andy Bush. And um, if, uh, thank you so much for listening. If the good Lord spares us, we'll be back again. And the creeks don't rise. We'll be back. I forgot my ending. That's how long I've been away. Um... We'll be back again next week, so, um, get out. This 
Skinner.